Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Coming at you today with tools for more optimism. Because honestly, without them during this pandemic, I would be a heap of worry, fear, and crying in my cookies on the daily. And luckily, because I have these tools, even during a pandemic, I can be optimistic and happy. Right? I think optimism really does lead to happiness. So today I'm going to talk about um, this idea that Dr. Daniel Amen wrote about in the book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. He's a psychologist, author, and thought leader, and he gives us a really insightful look into our brains and how they work. I've learned that our brains are hardwired to think negative thoughts about 80% of the time. And in order to overcome those automatic negative thoughts or ants, we need to disrupt the pattern and create new thought patterns on purpose. And when I say that our brain is wired for automatic negative thoughts, it's like our neurons, our neural network has a trigger that triggers a thought automatically. And this is because it's easy. It's fast. It's thought that thought before. So we're just going to think that thought right now. And in order to change all that, we have to think new thoughts. So this is what we're talking about today is is really disrupting those old patterns and creating new neuropathwaves on purpose. Our brain creates fear thoughts in order to keep us safe. This is in our DNA and it works and it's kept our species alive. So as a species, it's It works for us to be easily triggered into fear. And this trait has stayed with us because it's working, right? It's keeping us alive. But today we define the survival mechanism that used to trigger us into fight or flight to run away from a saber-toothed tiger. Today, it just triggers stress and anxiety. So when we go through divorce, It is so normal to feel negative thoughts, especially in the early days. I call it the pit of misery. And it's really when we feel like we are just face down in the dirt. When we're there, we are thinking about our feelings and feeling our feelings and then thinking about how we're feeling. It is an endless spin cycle of madness. And we keep asking ourselves questions like why or why me? And the problem is not necessarily the circumstances. It's our thinking about the circumstances. When we don't investigate our own thoughts, they just run like a computer that has a program in it that's designed to think negatively 80% of the time. 
This is why depression and anxiety are so rampant in our society. I like to say that our brains are like a toddler with a Sharpie and scissors. (laughs) And if we don't watch it, it's going to cause some mass destruction, especially on that leather couch. What I hope to show you today is that you can sit in the pit of misery temporarily, or you can sit there for the rest of your life. And this is a decision you get to make for yourself. So it's my job here today to sell you on why you want to get out of the pit of misery. First of all, when you're there in that pit of misery, you're sitting in victimhood and you're blaming outside forces for your feelings and your circumstances. And this is a really powerless place to be. And it's kind of comforting for a short while because shifting from it takes a lot of work and a lot of energy. And sometimes we just want to sit there and have a pity party, right? So it's hard. And I see so many people try to shift out of that victim energy and they try and do it by force. And what that looks like is slapping a smile on their face and like pretending nothing is wrong. And it's so out of integrity with who we are and they are just not allowing themselves to feel the feelings or pushing them down and it actually makes things worse. When we try to force ourselves to change, we end up feeling shame and despair. Forcing yourself to change something about you is not going to give you the result you want. It's like trying to put together an Ikea dresser without the instructions. When that happens, you beat yourself up for not being able to do it. And I see women make this mistake every day. They try to be better by force rather than learning how to manage their mind properly around it. Here's another example, and I see this really often. People stay overweight even though they know how to lose it. Diet and exercise, but they try to do it by force. And what that looks like is when they falter and they eat like one silly little donut, they're going to guilt and shame themselves and beat themselves up about it, right? And then it just feels like they've failed and then they quit, Getting your mind right and changing your programming is so essential for changing habits. So if you don't get your mind right while you're sitting in the pit of misery, you're going to be there longer than you need to be and slowly the quality of your life is going to deteriorate in all areas. Your relationships, your work, your health, your fitness, your financial until you're spinning in despair all the time and you can't find your way out. I have met so many women in that place and they have alienated their friends, their family, their coworkers from them because nobody can stand to be around them. This energy that they're giving off is super life-sucking and depressing and it's really hard to be around those kind of people. And for them, it is no way to live. 
We have all experienced people like that, that we could describe as energy vampires, because that's what victim energy turns people into. They desperately grasp at other people's energy to try to lift them up rather than doing the work on themselves to lift themselves up. Automatic negative thoughts or ants occupy our minds and it causes stress and anxiety. This transformation from having ants most of the time to being able to manually sort through our thoughts and decide intentionally what to think is how we transform our life from the inside out. I had a client that came to me one time and she was really struggling with her emotions and I knew 100% that I could help her. And it was the very first lesson with me that she learned she could actually have power over her emotions. She told me that she would walk around work with her head down and not talk to anyone. She would tell herself inside her own mind, I can't help how I feel. This doesn't sound very inviting, does it? I imagine someone being really antisocial and angry at work, like I wouldn't voluntarily ask them to do anything. (laughs) And I bet most people avoided her because of her body language alone. She really lived the belief that she felt what she felt and she had no control over that until I showed her otherwise. I showed her her mind and we talked about her brain and this idea that we have so many negative thoughts that bombard us every day and it causes destruction in our own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. It is our job to transform and modify those thoughts into constructive thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Think about the energy that she would walk into in a meeting when she was looking down, shoulders slumped, Her thoughts were destructive and her tone was overall negative. Versus after her transformation occurred and she fully embraced her responsibility to manage her thoughts and feelings. Her coworkers were the first to notice and compliment her on her change of attitude. They said to her, you're different. You smile now and you embrace the work. This one compliment propelled her to work even harder at harnessing her negative thoughts. She was so proud to share that story with me that her coworkers noticed the change. She transformed her inner world and it had a massive effect on her outer world. Soon she was given more projects at work. She was recognized for her contributions and she was even promoted. And she even attracted a new love interest in her life, and they are now engaged. She still to this day attributes this massive course change in her life to the one lesson she learned in my program about getting control of her emotions. We have a lot of automatic negative thoughts, or ants, like we call them, but you do have power to control them. You can transform your thinking. All you need to do is be more aware of what you're thinking 
and then run your thoughts through a process in order to clean them up. And I'm going to go through that three-part process in just a minute. But first, we're going to identify your ants. Automatic negative thoughts are just that. It's a negative thought. Here are some ways they show up. And some you may not have even known were negative. The first one is thinking in absolutes. Thinking in absolutes is when you're thinking it's all or nothing, black and white, always or never. When you use these words with your thinking, you're giving your power away to the thought. It's like saying there's no good men out there. And for one, I know this isn't true, but if you think that way in absolutes, it will be true for you. You won't find a good man with that kind of thinking. Number two, you focus on the negative. It's like rather than looking at how far you've come in a given project, you focus on the negative and all you can see is what is still ahead of you. You don't give yourself credit for how far you've come. Number three, you think with your feelings. It's like saying, I feel like I will never have love again. This gloom and doom thinking is going to make your self-fulfilling prophecy come true. But really, it's believing your feelings are truth and they're not. Number four, you should on yourself. I didn't say shit. I said you should on yourself. When you say words like, I should, I need to, I have to, you're trying to control your own behavior by guilting yourself. It feels awful. And when you should on yourself, it's very unmotivating. So you end up doing nothing and then you beat yourself up for that as well. And you're pushing the task out even further. Number five, You make stuff up for what you don't know is true. Now, I love this one because it's like your mind reading and your fortune telling. You mind read what other people think. And since you really don't know what they're thinking, you make up a story. I see women do this all the time. They make up a story about how their ex is so happy with the other woman and how he is a brand new man, the man she always wanted him to be. Not true. It's bullshit and you're making up stories. So what you really need to do is just stick to the facts, right? All right, lastly, number six, blame. Blame is the worst ant because it disables you from having any responsibility. And without responsibility, you're not taking any action. When we blame others for our circumstances in life, we feel helpless It would be like me saying it's my husband's fault that I gained weight during the COVID pandemic because he's home more and he cooks really good food. (laughs) It's true, but I am responsible for what I put in my mouth, right? Do you see how ridiculous it would be for me to blame him for me gaining weight? It makes me the victim and being a victim is a powerless place to be. Stop blaming and take responsibility for your part and take responsibility from here on out for your life. 
Only then do you have the power to make a difference. Okay, lastly, we've identified the ants. Now it is time to exterminate them. This is a three-step process to squish those ants. <laughs> All right, the first step is to notice the thought. And ladies, get your darn journals out and do this. Make sure you're taking notes during this podcast because if you can do this process when you're having a wave of unwanted negative thoughts of, of ants, you can completely transform that thinking. All right, so get your journals out. And number one, the first step is to notice the thought. I always tell my clients to get their journals out and write down those thoughts. Once you know what they are, especially the ones that keep cropping up for you over and over again, you can learn to exterminate them for good. Learning to manage your mind and truly create self-mastery requires you to notice your thoughts, especially the ants. Getting it on paper gives you power. Now, the second step, and this is totally a Byron Katie question, but this is the way that I interpret exterminating these ants, is um, ask the question, what else could be true? I love this question because when you ask it, you open up your mind to other possibilities and you stop fixating on that one This flood of other possibilities neutralizes that initial thought. You might have exterminated it with just that step. The third step is to reframe the thought. Now, a good reframe is one that you believe. So, and I know I use weight all the time as an example, but it's such a good example. And I know so many people that struggle with that. So, If you're, let's say, 50 pounds overweight, you can't reframe the negative thought that might pop in your head because your pants are too tight. I'm so fat. You can't reframe I'm so fat thought with I'm so skinny simply because you're not going to get your brain on board with that belief. But you could say I'm so strong and I'm working out. I feel so fit on the inside, right? Those are statements you can believe, and they make you feel better and so much more optimistic. Okay, so those are the three steps. Notice the thought, ask it what else could be true, and give it a good reframe. When we do this specific work to be more optimistic in our lives, we actually create more optimism, and that gives us the ability to create more happiness. With this new knowing, you can squash those ants that plague you. With this exercise, you now have the power to transform those automatic negative thoughts into automatic positive thoughts. If you learn how to quickly do that reframe, you can see how you can become immediately more optimistic. It does take practice. Positive thinking takes a process to make your thoughts actually positive. Without this process of exterminating the old thoughts, you would otherwise be slapping a Band-Aid on the problem and forcing a smile. This is the old way of positive thinking, and it doesn't work. With this new way that I just taught you here, you have the ability 
to raise your average resonating energy level. And what that is, is your ability to be more optimistic. And when you raise that energy level, you become a more successful person in relationships, in your career, in your financial outlook. And there's been studies that prove this. Doing this work is absolutely 100% worth it in all areas of your life will benefit from it. That is all for today, my tribe. Thank you so much for being here. If you're looking for more daily goodness, get on over to my private Facebook group called Thriving Community, Women Supporting Women Through Divorce. You can search it on Facebook or just hit the link in the show notes. I promise you it is the best place on the internet. Bye.